The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Elaine Burke and Joe Shea with us for the week trending. And I'll start with you, Joe, because with advertising revenues and television linked to the size of an audience, how disappointing must it have been for both Virgin Media and RTE that Ireland got beaten by New Zealand in the World Cup rugby last Saturday night? I, it's it's a disaster, really, especially for RT because they took the gamble that they you know they'd have the next game, the the semi final, which we you know would have been would have been absolutely massive, and the whole country would have been tuning in for it, and you would have had the build up, and you would have had the advertising revenue, and you would have all of that, and that I mean I know that all Irish fans were kind of you know <laughs> crying into their beers on on Saturday night, but if you were working in you know if you're in the advertising or revenue section in RT, you would have been really 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 disappointed because that's you know we we'll still the, the games. Like, like last night's game was fantastic again um, you know France and South Africa but audiences are going to tail off now you're going to have the rugby fans who still be tuning in and sports fans but you didn't get nothing near the audiences you would have got for an Ireland in the semi-final of World Cup yeah, I remember when I was presenting the coverage of the 2015 World Cup, I think we had an average for the Ireland-France game in the pool of about 1.15 million. But yeah. the actual final itself would have got about half a million viewers. Once Ireland exactly. go out, that's the same. But it was an incredible figure for Virgin Media last Saturday night, though, wasn't it, Joe? really sort of showed how much everyone had got in- engaged in it. Yeah. I mean, like the, the entire country was watching it basically, and it shows it shows what the the impact this Irish team have had. And um, the, the World Cup was a real kind of a relief, I think, as well for especially for RT because they were able to concentrate on it and show what they can do and do very good coverage. I thought Virgin's coverage was very very good as well. The analysis was great. They did a. a Bit, something a bit different with it and I thought they did a really good job it's just a pity for all sorts of reasons that we're just we're no longer taking part OK we'll have rugby chat after 6 o'clock on the programme uh, with Billy Holland Paul Wallace and Alan Quinlan but let's talk about, about other TV and streaming the things we'll be watching if we're not going to be watching the rugby OK let's hear a little bit from the first episode of the new series of Fraser because this has been a controversial one whether you should bring back something Oh, nearly two decades on, which had been so loved and updated and bring new characters in when others were no longer there. So from the first episode of the new series, we have Fraser played by Kelsey Grammer, his friend Alan, played by Nicholas Interst, yes, of Only Fools and Horses, and Olivia, played by Tugs Olegonondi, a department head in Harvard University. Let's hear a bit. What is it about the city of Boston that leads me to forego the more sophisticated temptation of the fermented grape? <laughs> Sitting here with a cold brew in my hand, I feel amalgamated with the hoi polloi. You are the classic everyman. How does it feel being back in Boston? Mixed emotions, honestly. I'm not sure I was ever my best self here. I may have spent a little too much time at a certain bar. <laughs> Dr. Crane, uh, I was in your lecture. It was life-changing. I was going to be a dance major, but now I'm switching to pre-med to be a psychiatrist. Well, I thank you, and I'm certain your parents will thank me. <laughs> Apologies, Fraser. The worst thing about teaching the students. No, no, that was lovely. Why is it I'm able to connect with all those young people, yet it's impossible with my own son? Oh, what's going on with your son? Well, I wish I knew. He missed his grandfather's funeral. He's got a girlfriend I've never even heard of. When I told him I wanted to spend more time with him, he said no. Have you considered that he hates you? You mustn't give up. 
As they say, a no is just a yes in a trench coat. <laughs> Who says that? It's an American thing. Okay, a little bit from the first episode of Fraser. So, Elaine Burke, apart from that very irritating laugh track in mm-hmm. the background, I enjoyed it. What did you think of it? This is a bit like, you know, the way you have these old bands that still tour, but with new members taking place of other people. It was a You're bit talking like... about you too, are you? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it, they have new characters, but they're based on the old characters. So, Freddie the Sun is now apparently playing the role of Marty Crane, who was Fraser's dad. And episode two is practically a rehash of one of the first episodes of Fraser, where they're trying to figure out living together and Fraser's snobbiness versus Marty's more homeliness coming at a ground across each other. And then we have uh, the, nef- or the nephew of Fraser, i.e. Niles' son, basically being a stand-in for Niles. He actually has some of the best lines. He's very charming. He's probably going to be the breakaway star of this. The same way I think Niles was the breakaway star of Fraser. And it just, yeah, it just feels like they're kind of doing the old... Frasier with stand-ins for the previous characters. Even Nicholas Lindhurst's character, the way he has this barbed relationship with Frasier is a bit like Roz and Frasier's relationship in the original. Although Perry Gilpin is apparently coming back to guest star in this series. But so what, Joe? I mean, the gags were good and it was enjoyable and it was a nice light way to spend a half an hour. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really, really surprised by how much I enjoyed this because I was expecting to go, oh my God, it's pointless, why are they doing it? It's old-fashioned, but it's fast-paced. It, it's well-written, it's clever. The jokes keep coming, and they, and they move around a lot. Like, it was always like a Noel Coward farce at its best, you know, kind of a stage play with lots of people running in and out of doors and people being in kitchens not knowing what's happening in the sitting room and all that kind of stuff. And there was a lot of that, and it was good fun. I mean, it's, you know, what, what were you expecting? What was anybody? expecting. It's Frasier. It's like it's 1993 all over again and that's not such a bad thing. Let's hear some of the trailer for a programme which comes out on Wednesday. Colleen Rooney, The Real Waggata Story. Someone on my personal account was informing the Sun newspaper of my private posts and stories. I thought, I'm going to do something about it. This is a detective story. You never find the person responsible with a smoking gun in her hand. She was going to lose at trial. I needed evidence. I had to set a trap. Oh my God. Never in a million years would I have said, oh, you just go on your Instagram settings, you upload fake stories. What have you done yet? Really, it's been more of the wag. I'd never imagine being in a legal battle. The media attention was off the scale. That's a path there. I had a message off Rebecca saying, what is this? I replied, you know what this is. It was just constantly on my mind. She struggled and she was obsessed. I was like, are you okay? And Dad said, you're just not you anymore. This is going to be total mayhem. Don't play games with a girl who can play better. Currently, it's on Disney+. Do we really want to relive this all again, Elaine? It will never, ever, ever top the tweet that said it's dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy's account. Like, that was 
a, such a fun day that Twitter gave us uh, back in 2019 and I don't know if anybody wants the behind the scenes story of it or maybe broadly speaking maybe they don't want maybe people who are big fans of Colleen Rooney will enjoy this because she certainly comes out the champ on top of everything and it's just like it's going to go into how she decided to do the, her little sleuthing and uh, filter her Instagram stories to catch out Rebecca Vardy selling these stories to the newspapers but we kind of we know that story already who needs a deeper dive on it I'm not really sure but you know I also don't watch things like the Kardashians and stuff like that so I'm sure there is an audience for it I just don't think it will have as much resonance as the original Twitter thread did which was quite dramatic and quite fun actually to speak for you Joe you know, it's interesting that they're using kind of classical, kind of fast-paced classical music for this, because I think what they're going for is a sort of like, you know the way Clueless, the, the, the classic kind of uh, kind of young girls, in valley girls in L.A. Uh, movie from the 90s was based on Emma by Jane Austen and I think they're going for a kind of a dangerous liaisons, uh, kind of Emma, Jane Austen kind of thing where, you know, it's, it's this high stakes over what seems like a small a small thing, gossip, you know a rivalry, a betrayal, all that kind of stuff. I think it's going to get fun a huge audience because it was just so ridiculously great fun and even the libel case was great fun because the great thing about that was the two of them, the two main characters really brought it to the libel case in terms of fashion in terms of drama, in terms of having their lines prepared and brilliant you know, moments in the courthouse as well I think it's a lot of fun, I think it's going to be a big big audience for this. Joe, you're interested in Jamie's five ingredient meals I believe yeah, well, this is starting on Channel 4 tonight, and it's just kind of, you know, I know it's the time of year, and maybe what, with everything that's going on in the world, I think people are going to appreciate it. I think Jamie, Jamie Albert may be due for a kind of a comeback, because he's been through some trouble, you know, he had really big trouble with his restaurant chain in the UK, and things went south for him very badly there. It's been a long time, I think, since he's been a big kind of, you know, the impact that he had in the 90s around Britpop and all that kind of stuff. So I think he's come back tonight, Channel 4, 8pm, and he's taking kind of basic ingredients everybody has in the house and you may have heard him do this before but he's, he's going to give you some basic you know kind of great recipes that everybody can use with just five ingredients and I think people are going to be there for it because I think it's kind of it's comfort food on TV Elaine what's your pick of the week please uh, well I have yet another Stephen Graham recommendation because I will actually watch this man and everything and anything um, and he's, he's in a new series on Netflix from Thursday called Bodies uh, it's a limited series which is good to hear from Netflix because sometimes they go too far and bloat things too much so this is just eight episodes and then it's done and it's kind of like a murder mystery tinged with a sci-fi element in that we have four timelines investigating very similar murders in the exact same location across from 1890 up to 2015 so we've got a futuristic element as well and it's based on a graphic novel that people may or may not know um, and it's got some classic crime solving tropes, you know you've got uh, an unhelpful superior for absolutely no reason at all um, and contrivances that will lead to them getting leads on this investigation but if you're into that sort of thing, a bit of murder mystery a bit of sci-fi and a bit of Stephen Graham I would definitely recommend this And your pick Joe please I've been looking for kind of escapist nostalgia, music and joy and uh, there's an amazing doc on Channel 4 tonight at 10pm called Summer of Soul and this is basically based on the, what the what's called the Black Woodstock. In 1969 when Woodstock was grabbing all the headlines you have the Harlem Cultural Festival in New York and it has the greatest lineup of black American artists you've ever seen in your life it's incredible it's like Stevie Wonder Mahalia Jackson Sly and the Family Stone Nina Simone Isaac Hayes it goes on and on and on and they performed in front of an incredible crowd and there was cameras there that caught hours and hours of 
full colour, incredible performances. And Questlove, who's from the roots, you know, who knows this music and is a musician himself, he got the footage, cut it together. It won an Oscar in 2021. If you want to have the best, most joyous hour and a half of your life, it's going to be on Summer of Soul, 10pm Channel 4 tonight. Thank you very much, Joe Shea, Lane Burke. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-